I today am joined by a very good friend of mine from across the country. Not really, just really? downstairs. He, he, he's from downstairs in the office. I'm upstairs. He's downstairs. But we both equally across the country love college football in a way that is maybe unhealthy. Very unhealthy for me. But it's great. It, it affects our work schedules. Affects my marriage. Really? <laughs> no. Shout out, really. Melody. Oh, I'm doing shout outs already. That's not good. Um, it doesn't affect your marriage. No, Melody it, loves that you watch college football. Okay. No, she doesn't. Maybe not. Maybe not. But it's only 12 to 14 weeks out of the year, depending on if my team is good or not. You're like, Melody, let me have this for 14 weeks. Yeah. Please. And That's then you watch the bowl games and you're like, I can do without this. The only TV I watch. That's it? Really? That's it. There's nothing. Maybe an occasional okay. show once every five years. Does Melody watch shows? Yeah. What's, she want? What's her favorite show? She likes those period pieces like uh, the BBC. Mm. Those like Doctor uh, Doctor Doctor, not Doctor Who? Who? No, more like Downton Abbey. Ah, oh, Downton Abbey. Solid show. I've never seen it. It's actually really good. She would, does. She like the Queen. I bet she likes the Queen. Is that a show? The Crown. Sorry, The Crown on Netflix. I don't know. Probably. I bet she likes The Crown. Uh, hey, yes. Sports. Welcome to the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I'm your host Jimmy T. James Timberlake. I'm joined. I didn't see your name originally. It's Grant Urie. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the show, Grant Urie. We had him on. The last time we had him on, it was... Preseason rankings. His preseason rankings came out. And now, we're at the tail end of the season. The regular season is officially over. Yep. It's already done. Uh, it is time for quote-unquote postseason play. That's what you want to call it, I guess, kind of. There's some of these postseason games that aren't going to matter in the end, I guess. Great but, great season, by the way. Yeah, I would say so, too. There are... I heard a stat today that was kind of surprising. What? There were... I'm I'm not saying I'm not saying the stat verbatim because I don't have it in front of me, but I think there was like 76 games of teams, a ranked team versus another ranked team or an unranked team or another ranked team that were double digit over uh, underdogs. Okay. And the favorites in those games were 74 and two. So not very many upsets oh. in terms of the double digit variety, but, but there's been good games. There's with been those, really good those, games. Like the, yeah. those big um, games have been good. I love that Oklahoma. Um, Texas game. Texas game. That was still it, my favorite game of the season. I mean, looking back on it now as an Oklahoma fan, I'm like, wow, this really didn't matter, did it? No, it didn't. It did not matter. But at the time. Be, we couldn't beat Kansas or Oklahoma State, so <laughs> who cares? I don't care anymore. Um, so, yeah, it was a good season, good regular season. Lots of fun football every single weekend. You know what we had the end of last week? Or, yeah, on Saturday? Mm-hmm. It was actually kind of kind of sad. It was the final Pac-12 after dark game, and it was a bad game. It was like Cal versus UCLA, and Cal rolled at UCLA. Oh, I didn't. Even, oh, really? It's the last Pac-12 after dark game. I forgot about the Pac-12 going away. Yeah, it's going to be Oregon State and Washington State, and they're just going to play each other four straight weeks. Is there going to be a Rose Bowl really. that was a joke. this year? Yeah, yeah it's so part of the playoff. So okay, so it's technically which I hate. By the so way. it'll I be Oregon and Michigan. Yay! That would actually like in any other circumstance, it would be a pretty sick Rose Bowl. Yeah, like that's a that would be a Rose Bowl game even if it wasn't part of the playoff. Yep, because it's usually Pac-12 versus Big Ten. Um. Yeah, the last Pac-12 after dark game. And it was like, I was like, dang, this is kind of sad. It I'm is not sad. Gonna, it, I was, it was 11.30 our time, and they were just getting in like halfway through the third quarter. I was like, this is my favorite time of year. It's, on, it's a Saturday. It's 11.30 at night, and I still got a quarter and a half of football to go. Yeah. And it's going away. It is sad. Now <laughs> the East Coast bias is going to be even worse for those okay, California, dude. Washington, Oregon teams, Hawaii teams. Yeah, because they're going to be able to watch them. Because they're, no, they're going to... The ones that aren't going to the Big Ten or the Big 12. The ones that are staying right. behind. Oh, for like, so Oregon State. I mean, yeah. they're all technically staying. It's not like they're moving. Yeah, I know, but people so, aren't going to care as much. But it, instead, it's going to be, I'm curious to see what they do because like USC is still going to be on the West Coast. They're not moving their entire you know team or whatever. No. So Nebraska is going to have to travel down to Southern California and I'm curious if they make that like a late night game or if they make it just a mid afternoon game. Like who are they going to cater towards in that scenario? Well, you're going to have to cater towards the east side of the country for the time zone. You're you going to so? have to if you want if if you're already in the Big 10, Big 12, right. you might as well get the benefit of having an early game so people can watch yeah, you. I guess there's so. a lot of people in this country that probably have never seen Washington play. Yeah, especially on the East Coast, for sure. Because yeah. Well, and a lot of their games have been, other than 
the Oregon game. I think the Utah game was in the mid afternoon, but a lot of those games were like late night games, Mm -hmm. man. Rest in peace. Pac 12. We'll never forget you. They gave us some great moments. Gave us some great moments. Great players, great moments. And now it's dead. And now it's all over. Amazing quarterbacks. Many amazing quarterbacks. One of the greatest running backs of all time and Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. One of my all time favorite college football players. And you want him to have his Heisman back? Of course he needs his Heisman back. He already has it. It'll never happen, but he just doesn't physically have it. I don't, do you think they like barged into his house and took it away? Or do you think he still has the trophy? No, I, yeah, I think they really did do that. You think so? They demanded the, or the university took it from him. But how? What, you're going to fight Reggie Bush? Some poor guy from the university? Some, some intern going in there? Some pencil pusher? Yeah, what, he's, you're, you're going to demand Reggie Bush's Heisman for him? Yeah, right. I'd Anyways. be like, give me a car. Yeah, that's, I mean, yeah, <laughs> no, that's true. Hey, I'll look, go Reggie, away, please. <laughs> just give me any, just give me money and I'll go away. And I How say about I a it. couple of those signatures? Yeah, true. Yeah, you can sell them now. <laughs> now it's legal. All right, uh, let's get a little bit more focused. It was rivalry weekend, I think is what they, they tokened the weekend and that's what they normally do at the end of the season. Um, and it was a good one. I think we had some good games. Oregon, this was probably the worst of the games. Oregon dominates Oregon State. Oregon State for like... I would say three quarters of the season was really kind of pushing for not just like a winner in the Pac-12, but like a possible playoff spot. Like they were playing really good for most of the season. Yeah, uh, that episode that I was on, I said Oregon State was my dark horse. Now, if they would have beat Washington, which was a really close game, and then beat Oregon in that in the Civil War. I mean, they would have had a good chance to be but, Pac-12 champion. Yeah, I was going to say they would have. Man, if they if they even would have beaten Oregon in this game against Oregon, which, I mean, it was a blowout. Let's just say Washington instead. Yeah. Uh, if they were able to beat Washington, they would have thrown a whole a wrench into any sort of hope that Washington had, I think. I really liked how the way Oregon State played this year. They played with a pretty really fast, hard-nosed defense, mm-hmm. and they had a great running back. Martinez, mm-hmm. love that running back. Plus DJ Youngle, I think he played. Yeah, he played. He okay. played good at times, but he did have his. He it had his moments when the moments mattered the most. He couldn't come through, kind of right. like a Penix or a Bo Nix. That's how he. That's how he was at um, Clemson too. Clemson, it seemed yeah. like the the spotlight at time was a little too bright for him to handle. Um, I will say also, I put this on here as well. It's something we'll get into the. I, we were going to get into the second half or whatever of the episode, um, but. Jonathan Smith, the head coach for Oregon State, is now going to Michigan State. Really? It's official. He's going to the Spartans. Oregon State fans, I'm so sorry. But you got to start anew. It's all over. What? How long was he at Oregon State? I don't know. I'll Google it. I don't Not know. Not very long. I would say I, I think five years, maybe? I think we really started noticing it as they Four? got a lot better. But let me, let me double the, check. Let me see how long he's been there. Their I don't trajectory think is up right now. Why get rid of your quarterback? Well... Football does that often, by the way. But here's the thing. Like, and I know you're going to disagree with this. Okay. Michigan State's probably a better destination than Oregon State. It is now. Yeah. I would. I mean, and they're coming off like a pretty. They were awful. I mean, they were awful, but they're like a pretty gigantic scandal. He's coming in to. I mean, he's going to have to clean up like a decent amount of stuff in order for Michigan State to really battle for. Like, it wasn't too long ago we were talking about. Remember the one Michigan State went to the playoff and they were doing that off the back of beating Michigan in the big house Mm -hmm. off of that punt that was blocked or whatever, whatever you want to call it. Like that wasn't that long ago. No, it wasn't. And now I think they played Oregon in the playoff. No, it was, um, isn't that, it was um, the year that they Oregon lost to Auburn. No, no. Um, no, that was 2013. That was BCS. Oh yeah. That was so Michigan state, Michigan state, I think lost to, I think they lost to like Clemson or something. I think okay. they got like shut out. It was one of those years where Clemson and Alabama were like the bona fide guarantees. I used to hate the BCS. So did I kind of like them now. But now yeah. <laughs> at this point I'm like, you know what? What was so bad about the BCS? <laughs> well, wait, wait, everybody let's go back to the computers, please. Yeah. Um, so this year he finished eight and four. This is Jonathan Smith. He finished eight and four, but last year was tw- he was 10 and three. It's been a steady improvement ever since he was the head coach, became the head coach at Oregon state from 2018 to 2023 he started two and ten in 2018 and 2019 it was five and seven then the covid year 2020 was two and five um and then 2021 seven and six 2022 ten and three and then down to eight and four granted a much harder pac 12 this year than it was last year so 
Um, yeah, so they were on the up. They won 10 games last year. Yeah. And so eight. Yeah, I guess you could I would go. argue this was probably. It's a good time to go. And this was probably his best team. Yeah. It was just the fact that everything else around the Pac-12 was so much Good harder. defense, great running back, yeah. a, 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 a quarterback, good quarterback. That, whose potential is through the roof. Right. Yeah. And now he's officially the head coach at Michigan State, which I, I think that's a good hire for Michigan State. Personally, um, in my opinion, if you're not Michigan or Ohio State, maybe Penn State, then right. you should have an embarrassing year in the Big Ten. What do you mean you should have an embarrassing year? You should feel embarrassed. I think that. Why? Was, I, I didn't. Maybe it's a little too harsh. It's a little harsh. Sorry. The East was. But well, I was, mean, Michigan State was terrible. But again, they had a lot going on at Michigan State. They like were, a lot going how on. How many games were boring in well, the no, Big that's Ten? The, that, that's the great parody about <laughs> the, the idea that USC, Washington, Oregon, all player, all, all teams that had. I mean, USC is coming off a season where they had the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Yeah. And then Washington and Oregon this year are basically two teams that are going to have a more a, a, a situation where they're going to have a quarterback battling for the winner of the Heisman. Yeah, pretty and much. they're going to the same conference where Iowa just went 10 and two averaging less than 250 yards of offense. Ooh. Like, it's awesome. It's great. I love it. I, I, I love I hate the fact that we're getting rid of the Pac-12 like after dark. But the fact they're going to the Big Ten is hilarious to me. It's so funny. So how many teams are going to be in the Big Ten? 16? I think 18? it's 16 now. 16 or 18. Something insane like that. And they're all they're getting rid of the divisions, which, thank God for that. Yeah. Because I'm so tired of seeing Ohio State, Michigan play each other for the basically the Big Ten title game, but it's not the actual Big Ten title game. Yep. And then when they have to go to the Big Ten title game, they're playing like Wisconsin or Nebraska, and they win by 40 or something like that. You know, the Pac-12 actually had a North and a South, yeah. but not this year, and I didn't realize that they didn't do that. Yeah, they changed it. Yeah. A lot of them changed it. I think I think they changed it because they were getting the situations like the Big Ten was getting, yeah. where it was just like one side of the divisions were it, terrible. I remember it was like three weeks ago when I was telling my friend, I was like, I think USC can potentially make it to the Pac-12 championship. Yeah. But then I looked it up and I was like, oh, they got rid of the mm-hmm. divisions. No more divisions. And I mean, USC kind of collapsed at the end there. Not kind of. I, I mean, think they, they went down as the worst defense in the country. One of them. That Top, doesn't surprise the bottom me. five, bottom 10. Uh, you could, you and I could probably make some pretty good plays against that defense. If they were in um, big 10, they wouldn't have been in the bottom. You don't think so? No. I think you know they have a terrible defense. Funny enough. I, I talked about this a couple episodes ago. I think a really funny bowl matchup that I'd be very interested to watch would be um, USC and their offense, Caleb Williams, that amazing offense versus Iowa. Yeah, I was just going to say. That would be, I, I have no idea who would win that in that scenario, to be honest with you. Iowa's offense is terrible. Iowa was like, we scored four touchdowns in the yeah, first quarter? Exactly. Their punter <laughs> is like, and this is, I'm not joking. Their punter is incredible. Like, he's yeah. unbelievable at what he does, but. Like, of course, they're going to recruit a really good punter because they can't do anything on offense. That's how they win their football games is field position. It's terrible. It's awful. It's the worst thing to watch in the world, but I, I can't get enough. of it. Punters and kickers are really funny because they don't really fit an archetype in yeah. the way they look and the size and everything. True. Uh, I mean, they're here in Wyoming. There's a young high school mm. kicker that kicked a, what, a 64 yard field goal. Here? Yeah, he was from Cheyenne South. Yeah. It was a record too and in he, Wyoming. He just looks like a young kid. Yeah. And he can kick NFL style or length field goals. Yeah. Long field goal. Yeah. It doesn't really, there was that one guy from Penn state not too long ago. That was also the kicker. Um, and I can't, I can't remember his name, but he was a, he was like 330 pounds yeah. or something like that. He's huge, but he was going down. Like every time he'd kick off, he was going down and like laying hits up. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, this is my kind of kicker. I like that guy. Um, anyways, Oregon, they dominated Oregon state. Wasn't close basically from the beginning from kickoff. Um, Oregon dominated in basically every facet of the game. So not a lot to talk about there, to be honest with you. Bo Nix no. is on his way to winning the Heisman. He looks great. He, I mean, he's been, this is his best season and he's 27 years old and he's been in college for 10 years. It feels like, <laughs> yep. so uh, Oregon is firing on all cylinders. Their defense, yeah. their, their DBs finally are, are amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, their offensive line looks good. Defensive line looks good. Quarterback looks like the best. They have, you know, they always have great running backs and receivers that are usually about eight of them that are really good. Right. So. They're probably 
the best team that I've seen over the last five weeks since that Washington game. Yeah, I would say so. Like after their loss to Washington, they're the team that's really put it together. Yeah. I was going to say about, I was, I would say Alabama would be a good second half season very team, quietly, but don't, I mean, sometimes uh, they just do funny things yeah. I mean, on Alabama type things. They, they're a weird team this year because I do think they're worse in a lot of fat, like a lot of facets of the game that they're normally very good at. Like, I don't think their offensive line is as good as it nearly Mm-mm. as it has been or their defensive line, to be honest with you. Um, but they just win. Nick Saban just does a this great thing. Coach, great yeah, coaching staff. Of course. Um, so, I mean, it's not necessarily surprising, but after the Texas game, we were like, is this it? I, even I, I was like, is this it? Is, is Alabama, is the dynasty over? And quietly won eight in a row since no. then or something ridiculous like that. Hello, my friends and fellow confidants. It is time now to hear a quick word from one of our sponsors, Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate. Now, look, I may have a bit of a hot take here, to be honest with you. I think there is no better way to watch a game of football, especially professional football, maybe even college football, than the comfort of your own home with your big TV, your own personal snacks. You know, you don't have to go to the concession stand to get a $9 hot dog paired with a $7.5 water. No, you can have your own water. You can make your own hot dogs at home and you can just sit there on your couch and watch football. You can't do any of that, though, without a home to do it in. And Jack and Kathleen Wood are the people to do it with at 307 Real Estate. They can help you at both buy and sell property that you are looking to list or purchase in the Sheridan area and beyond. They have been part of this community since 2004 when they first moved here. And ever since, they have been working to better the community and make it a more beautiful place to live. They are both ambassadors with the Chamber of Commerce, so they know this community like the back of their hand. So they are the people that you're going to want to talk to for all of your real estate needs, whether it be buying or selling. You've all heard the slogan, call Jack, get ready to pack. And you can call Jack at 307-763-1249 or Kathleen at 307 307- 461-7203. That's Jack and Kathleen Wood at 307 Real Estate. Big thank you to them for sponsoring the show. Okay, the big game. I don't know why we didn't start with this, but the big game of the weekend, yeah. Michigan, Ohio State, a great game. It always is a great game. It doesn't feel like that's ever a bad game. Feels like they always put together a very fun game to watch. Um, Michigan doing this weird thing that they do at the end of games recently where they're playing like a weird um, victim mentality almost with like Jim Harbaugh and oh yeah, it's, it's odd. Like, cause they're they're Whoever, I can't remember who the interim head coach is right now, but he'll come on to the interviews uh, after the game, after they just beat Ohio state, what was it? 30 to 24 or something like that. Yep. Um, and he'll be like, coach Harbaugh, this is for you. It's Michigan versus the world. And I'm yeah. like, Dog, you're in this position because of you. Nobody's doing this again. Nobody did this to you. Like, let's relax. Ah, uh, you got to keep up. I don't know. I mean, I get it. I, get I it's like. like a, I like that he has all that enthusiastic prowess. Yes, especially at the end of the game. I like when he gets emotional. Yeah, but I guess yeah. When you're when we're talking about it, it is kind of funny because of course it's it's stupid. They're definitely the bad guys, right? right now. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's really you stupid. can't steal. And I don't know if it's going to go down as they're actually stealing or they were stealing. Right. I'm assuming yes. I mean, it's a basically confirmed at this point. Yeah. But there hasn't been a whole lot of like a huge disciplinary action other than Jim Harbaugh being suspended for the three games or whatever, which in the end, they're like, he's like, yeah, I'll do it. Sure. Absolutely. Even though they, they he missed a game against Ohio State. I mean, they still have one of the best teams in the country. And clearly a very good coaching staff. And now he's going to be back for the Big Ten Championship game. And then after that, when they win the Big Ten Championship game, sorry, Iowa, I don't have a lot of faith in you. Um, he's going to be able to coach in the college football playoff. So it's like, what did they really lose here? You know, not real punishment, in my opinion. Kind of a, and we just had, like, the fact that he wasn't, not necessarily Jim Harbaugh, but the the university in general, the football program in general, wasn't punished to the point it was with everything that we got out of the investigation from Connor Stallions, which is his real name, and I cannot believe that's his real name. That sounds like a fake name, but apparently it's his real name. Him being on the sideline wearing uh, glasses that record images and stuff like that. Like, it was a truly a James Bond-style uh, spy that he was thriller, doing. Yeah, sideline thriller. Yeah, and there's pictures of him everywhere telling, um, you know, the Michigan staffers or whatever what's coming next whenever they're playing Ohio State from last year or whatever. 
Uh, and there's been burden, uh, a proof that has come out that TCU was aware of what they were doing before the playoff game. So they switched everything around, which is why a lot of people think TCU what? blew out Michigan in that game because Michigan was expecting so Michigan, everything different. You think Michigan w- is relying heavily on these stolen calls? I don't like think their entire defense. I don't think it's a coincidence that they got a lot better when Connor Stallions was hired on. I don't think that's a coincidence. Jim Harbaugh was like, it's not too long ago. Jim Harbaugh was on the hot seat because he, he was doing the same thing that Ryan day was doing. Yeah. They were losing. He could not beat Ohio state. They hire Connor stallions. This entire scheme starts going about. And then all of a sudden they're beating Ohio state handily. They're going undefeated. Like, you know, there's something to be said about that. Absolutely, man. If three games, if you don't think there's dirtiness in, in any sport, in all sports, Olympics are, are, I had a big, you know, a shot in the face when I realized that when I was younger, when I realized the Olympics was really dirty. Yeah. Now I, it's sad. College football, I, I wouldn't say is as dirty, especially with the players. Right. But the back end, yeah. Yeah. Especially with the recruiting. Oh, recruiting's, it, I, I think we only know like a tenth of the stuff that really yeah. goes on with recruiting because it's kind of so, gross. Exactly. So, it is football. very gross. But yeah, anyways, Michigan. They dominate this game. The The suspension really doesn't mean anything for Jim Harbaugh. He's going to be back. He's going to be coaching again against Iowa in the, in the Big Ten Championship game. Um, I'm curious to see where Ohio State goes from here. It's one of the only positions in the sport, or in any sports, to be honest with you, where you can be as good as Ryan Day has been, 56-7 and seven through his time as a coach. Uh, since Urban Meyer retired, essentially, and handed him the reins, um, fifty-six and seven. I think so. Uh oh. I I think so. I'm I think gonna so look. too. I, I thought he, I thought he did. Sorry, I just ruined your rant. Well, you know, you know, you it's get, all right. It's stats. Well, what are you gonna do? I can't remember, dude. It all kind of blend. It all kind of bleeds together at, at some point. Yeah, you know? it does. But I get what you're saying. That seat is always going to be hot no matter what. Right. It's kind of like the Notre Dame. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame's a good USC. example. Yeah. Uh, he is one in three since he took over in college football playoff. So he has not won a national championship with him, okay. which by the way is one in three, not a great record if you're nope. looking to win a championship. Um, but it's one of the only positions in any sport where you can be 56 and seven, like Ryan day has been since taking over at Ohio state. Um, and those three losses, three in a row to Michigan, three of those seven losses have come against Michigan. And people are like, yeah, you got to go. Where's all you this talent go? coming from in the Midwest? Where is it going? Is it only going to Ohio State, Michigan? And pretty much. I mean, that's a little bit of Iowa. Yeah. I mean, mainly if you're talking like Midwest, so yeah. Wisconsin, Michigan, Ohio, Indiana, Iowa, that area of the world is basically, if you're good enough, Ohio. If you're good enough, you're going to either Michigan or Ohio State. Michigan State, at times, I think, has had a pretty decent recruiting class. Notre Dame. Maybe they should recruit out of North and South Dakota. Those teams are amazing. Those Division so. Two teams or Division One. Are you talking LA. like, well, yeah. It just, you got to think about the money aspect of it, too. Like, Ohio State and Michigan have, like, you can travel on the PJ if you're Ryan Day. Yeah. No problem. Like, every day, every hour of every day. Montana state can't really do that. You know, they can't send anybody up on the PJ. Okay. There's, so, there's a lot of talent around. There is the Midwest. I don't, and I don't Mountain West. But anyways, Ryan day should it. What, what do you think? Do you think you should be fired? No, I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big believer of having your head coach stay, especially with a huge winning record like that. Let yeah. him stay for a long time. It, are you really going to, unless you want a big cultural change, Right. Um, Oregon went through that with Chip Kelly after Chip Kelly. They now they have a a different mentality of running the ball, passing mm-hmm. the ball. They have a Good different on offense. Too. Yeah. So Ohio State's not going to change the way they play, you know, dramatically, right? Unless they really want to go like, I want my team to look like USC. Right. We need a new coach. And but I've, I've no, never thought, fire I've never thought that they were bad enough. That they've they've been completely outclassed by Michigan. Like all those games have pretty much all of them have been close against Michigan. And there's no yeah. reason to believe that. I think he's taken such a far step back that he needs to be fired. I think that's kind of ridiculous. But again, it's that rivalry. Like 
Well, there's be, nothing like the Michigan Ohio State rivalry in in college football. Period. Oh, it's so big. It's huge. It, that's the biggest game in the entire Midwest. I, like, I mean, we're going to talk about it later, but the Iron Bowls is a big that's one true. too. But yeah. it's not not even in that much people. The the people that show up to right. the big house. I would <laughs> I would compare also like the success of both teams. Like Auburn, they've been pretty spotty ever since 2013, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um. Whereas Ohio State, Michigan, like that's a that's basically a playoff game. Yeah. Every single year. So I'll, also, I was going to say Michigan kind of handled Ohio State throughout the whole game, even though. Yeah, the score was close and Ohio State could have come back. It just didn't seem like they were going to because it just it looks like Michigan is a better team through and through. Yep. I think uh, I agree. 100 percent agree. I think Michigan is just one of the best teams in the country. I I think so, too. I was a little I hated on them a little bit in the beginning of the season, but I honestly believe they are the top four teams. I just think if they had a schedule like Washington. Or USC. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, they would have been beat up because Washington's really good. They're just beat up a little bit. Yeah. And they're, I mean, they're playing, they're playing Big Ten teams, which not a lot there. Not a lot there. That's just how it works, unfortunately. Did they play Iowa this year? They haven't played them. I they? don't think they did play no. Iowa. No. No, I don't think so. That'll be a good game. I'm, I'm looking forward Dude, to it. Dude, we're, this isn't a joke. We are, and by the way, Iowa has spoiler alert. My poo poo garbage. No good game of the week was Nebraska versus Iowa. It was terrible. Of course it was. It was got, it was terrible. Um, the <laughs> under for that game before the game started, the over the total for that game was 25 points. That was what the expected total point total was for that game. What the betting it? total is 25 points was the total and it, the under hit. It was 23. Oh, okay. It was 13 to 10. Disgusting. Absolutely vile. I was ruining my, my favorite part of the whole show. Thank you. <laughs> That's Iowa. my part of favorite and, part and of the show. Not to mention we're like one Questionable fair call ca- or fair catch call in that Iowa Minnesota game. We're one questionable fair call, fair catch call away yeah. from Iowa competing for an actual playoff spot. They would have been ten and one in that spot. Well, here's the funny thing about Iowa: if they beat Michigan, we just were talking about how Michigan is one of the best teams in the country. If they beat Michigan, it's totally possible. Then maybe their style of play is working. I'm going to say no, but. If they beat Michigan, dude, the sky's falling. They have a great defense. If they beat Michigan, Jim Harbaugh should be fired, not Ryan Day. <laughs> that's what should happen because that cannot happen if I, that's Michigan. I think Harbaugh might be fired anyways. You think so? No way. No shot. They fire. After, if they would have lost to Ohio State, I could hear it. Like, I Man. would understand. That's how but big that rivalry is, everybody. That's what, I mean, really, that's really what it is. And he wasn't even there. Like, he was watching from his couch. But, with the hmm. with with the controversy around him at this point in time and you know losing Ohio State that just gives them an excuse but again it happens every year where we're going to get to a point where Jim Harbaugh is like looking for jobs in the NFL and we'll hear about it in the offseason and then he'll come back and then we'll just do it all over again so yeah another Harbaugh bowl or, yeah who knows I, I i still think he could probably be a pretty good coach in the NFL honestly yeah i think he's probably if he wins one in college football, I would expect him to leave basically immediately because what else do you have to do after that? You mm-hmm. know? Uh, all right. Anyways, Michigan, they're playing Iowa. I can't wait to not watch that game. Uh, the I'm going to watch Cup. it. Are you kidding? You're going to watch it. Of course. You're watching it for the punter. I'll see that. Punter. Punting I'll is awesome. Some props, yeah. There are people, there were, by the way, there were people in that Nebraska, Iowa game. I believe it was in, I believe it was at Iowa. If I remember correctly, it was, no, it was at Nebraska. Excuse okay. me. Um, but there were people at that game that had like gray shirts on and it just said punting is awesome. awesome. And then in, in really, really heads up fashion, the broadcast, whenever after there was a punt, mm-hmm. they, they would cut to those guys in the stands and they'd be like cheering super loud. Like after every punt, they were like, yeah, woo. well, you can think of football as three parts. And if you win two parts out of the three, then you win the game. So if you have a better defense and better special teams, then you win the game. That's I'm not kidding you. That's probably what is on Iowa's like whiteboard every week. Yeah. They were like special teams, defense, and then a little tiny, tiny writing on the bottom. Don't turn the ball over. Yeah. You don't need to have what they do. I hate it. I hate hate every second of it. To be honest (laughs) with you, it's the worst watch in all of on all of sports right now, but they get it done. Who cares? Uh, Okay. Grant, I'm going to let you take over this one. Oh, the Apple Cup? Apple Cup time. Washington, Washington State. Yeah. Washington hasn't looked great, I'll be honest with you, the last few weeks. I'll tell you why. Tell me why. Well, 
I mentioned it earlier. They they're just a little beat up. I think they lost their middle linebacker. Forgot his name. Their defensive captain. Good job. Uh, the previous week. Uh, I, they're just a little bit beat up now. The game against um, Oregon State kind of showed off the weaknesses of uh, Washington because mm. that was a very rainy game. Right. So they couldn't pass as much. Yeah, that was an ugly day in Corvallis. And so they had to run and then they got stuffed. And so I think the ticket to beating Washington is to play them very physically. Mm. Uh, Utah played them very physically. And I, I think um, uh, Washington State just played extremely hard and they were hitting really hard. Yeah, they had, so, two, they had two turnovers, Washington State, which yeah. seemingly was part of the difference in this game. Yeah. Washington didn't, I mean, the, Washington State ended up with more yards. They ended with more yards per play, a higher EPA on offense. The thing that makes me worried about Washington is it seems like more teams have forced Michael Penix and that offense to play more in the intermediate part of the field. Yeah. Like at the beginning of the season, Washington was so good at the deep ball, like they were averaging oh, yeah. a ton of yards through the air. Um, and now they're playing like a ton of two deep safeties and forcing Michael Penix to throw the ball over the intermediate and short. I don't know if field. you can pull up the stats, but their second half play has been fantastic. By the way, they, they always look in the last four weeks. They haven't looked great in the first half, but they've made adjustments to where they look fantastic they look in the better. second half. Um, they also rely on their big players. Right. And then they always pull through. Yeah. So that is what really shines in the playoffs. And in championship games, when you have to go to your big time players, right. what is the, the receiver's name? Um, Romeo, Romeo. Duze, I think is how you say it. Oh, yeah. Duze? A Duze? A Duze? Something like that. Yeah. Just throw it to him. It's kind of like time. the Ohio State uh, wide Marvin receiver. Harrison. Marvin Jr. Harrison. Just throw, give him the ball. Pretty much. Yeah. He's going to do something. That's with what it. we were like that at the end of the game, too. People were like, how is Marvin Harrison not gotten the ball that much? And then I think they basically only targeted him on that last drive. Yeah. They did. And then it was hard. It, you, I, so, yeah, Apple Cup was better than expected. Yeah. I mean, I expected it to be good. I love that rivalry. That's a cool rivalry. Yeah. Now, there are rivalries what? all over this country, and some True. of them are a lot better than others. But the ones that go really underground are really good. That's why I love college football. The Apple Cup is always good. Why is it called the Apple Cup, by the way? I have no I don't idea. Know. All right. Shout I lived out in Apples. Oregon, not Washington. So Fair enough. Don't know. Just north, though. I, th- I thought you would know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, Washington, they're going to head to Pac-12 championship, Oregon versus Oregon. That's going to be a, a great game. I would assume. Hopefully yeah, that'll be good. Hopefully. Um, I think it's basically a bona fide. I mean, it's a playoff game, essentially either one, whoever wins that game, I think is getting in, in my opinion. Yeah. Do we have the rankings? Up? I'll pull up the rankings right now, but I think so. Like if Florida, Florida state's kind of the big, um, yeah, the big iffy at this point. Because nobody, well, one, I didn't think anybody really expected them to beat Florida this past weekend against, uh, with Jordan Travis out against Florida. I don't think anybody, especially going on the road to yeah, Florida. You should talk about that game. I didn't watch that game. Um, I will say this, the for the Gators that got off to a crazy good start. Yeah. I was like, okay, this is going to be a blowout. Like this is maybe not a blowout, but it felt like Florida was in control for like most of the first half. They got. Touchdown, field goal. Oh, yeah, that's uh, right. Forced a turnover. They got a field goal off of it. They pinned Florida State back on like the one and then got a safety out of it. So it was like 12 yep. nothing in the first half. Um, and then they didn't do anything after that. It was all Florida State after that, which. What was the final score? It was 24 to 12, wow. I think, or something okay. like that. Shut down. Um, so, yeah, the second half was all Florida State and they played good. I, I was surprised at how well they played without Jordan Travis. I thought that team was kind of going to fall apart without him, but. I mean, they're, they gutted one out and so that's where it becomes interesting. Is I'm looking at the top five, top six here mm-hmm. and out of the top, let's see Ohio state and Michigan, Ohio state's out, but yeah, they'll, they'll old. drop to five or six. Uh, or Michigan, something. Washington, Florida state, not Georgia, Texas. They have bad and Alabama. They kind of have bad halves. Yeah. They were I, bad. They sometimes they, they, those teams start funky, right? Georgia is good for about two drives where you're like, is this, is this an upset alert? And then yeah. it's like 31 to seven exactly. by third quarter. Um, so Georgia, you know, far and away has looked like, yeah. I think the most complete team other than probably Michigan all season long, Oregon's yeah. got the one game, basically the one half against Washington. 
Where yeah, they and then the Oregon game. also did very Oregon mistakes, like go for it right. in the at the end of the first half, like go for the touchdown instead of the three points. Right. That was dumb. I yeah. hate when they do so that. So I, I guess my big question is here. If Washington wins, and then if Washington beats Oregon again, yeah, and Florida State wins, who do you oh, put in? Boy. Oh boy, I got you. Got to put Washington in. Okay, are you kidding me? Right. You're. I mean, all right. But, okay, let me put it this way: because Ohio State's out, so everybody's basically yeah. going to move up one. So it'll be Georgia, Michigan, Washington, Florida State. So they'll be in regardless. But let's say if, let's say if um, Alabama oh. beats Georgia. Oh no. Alabama beats Georgia. Georgia's going to stay in. I hate to break. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, I hate to break this to you. Georgia's in. Okay. No, this is this is ridiculous. Period. They've if won. You like can't win your conference. You can't win the playoffs. They so win. imagine this. Imagine this situation. We're looking at Alabama. This is They're before eighth. the uh, the college playoff ranking is yeah, coming out. The new ones come out tonight. Yeah. So Georgia's going to stay number one. Alabama's going to go up maybe to seven. Right. right. You would yeah. assume. I'm going to look at the AP poll because that came yeah, out AP actually poll is probably going to be pretty accurate this weekend. Um, so Alabama's at eight. They're at eight. Right they're now. Eight. They're still at eight. Ohio okay. state dropped to fourth. Wow. Okay. Or, so excuse me, dropped to sixth. From if Alabama wins, they're, they're going to go up four points four over. Well, all. I mean, Alabama needs a lot to happen, I think. So, but here, here's the situation I can see because I don't like it. <laughs> um, Georgia loses Alabama. Georgia's drops to number four mm-hmm. or even number two. And Alabama goes to number three. And then they play each other right. again. Like no, right I after each other. Be, if it were to happen, I would say it would probably be <laughs> Alabama would move up to three Georgia to four. And then it would be Michigan and Washington. Ugh. I, but no, that's what I would think. No, Alabama, you have to win. Or Georgia, whatever you have to win your conference and you know what if alabama wins and then what are you going to do put alabama in over georgia guess what no uh, guess what sec you're out georgia i'm in. sorry you don't own the playoffs georgia's in. You're, you're out georgia's in no matter no, what florida happens. state will be in here's the problem it happened last year with georgia where i mean they were the best team in all of college football then yeah, they, they lost didn't. the sec championship game they lost yes they lost alabama that's how alabama got in and then they won the play and then georgia won the playoff that's right so They've, it's already been proven fruitful that you can just lose the cha- the conference championship game and then go in and win the national championship game. That's not cool. I don't like I that. I agree. I think it's kind of ridiculous. But I'm wondering if maybe now, like the playoff committee will do it to, pr- to prove a point. They'll be like, all right, well, you didn't win the conference. You're out, do Georgia. It. Sorry, losers. Because, okay, then SEC don't have a conference championship game. Right. It's only going to benefit you unless you want Alabama to go in every year. Right. The other thing is too with Texas where they're at, they're ranked just yeah, in Texas front of Alabama. Beat Alabama. And Texas beat Alabama. So does the Big the Twelve have a championship game? The old say again. Does the Big Twelve have a championship? Yeah, yeah they're game? playing Oklahoma State. Okay. So if Texas wins, if Texas and Alabama both win, you can't put Texas in. Or excuse me, you can't put Alabama in. Texas has to go in because yeah. they have the head to head. Yeah. So I think Alabama. I think it would be funny to see, to be honest with you, if they beat Georgia and somehow they sneak away in. But if Texas wins, there is no shot. That you could put Alabama. Here, let's in. put this to the test. There's no preseason rankings, right? Let's just say that. There's, there's that no, was, and we're not even 12 weeks thinking ago. about last year. So Georgia is ranked four. Washington is ranked one. And Oregon is ranked eight. Would you put Washington or would you put Oregon in? If they beat Washington? If they beat Washington? Yeah. Would you put Washington in if they lost? No. Of course not. You no. wouldn't. Of course right. you win it, but, but easily Pac-12 is a harder conference this year. to go undefeated. I was a harder season, yes. thing to do this season. Mm-hmm. And so why wouldn't uh, see there is this Alabama bias going on I, and the Georgia bias, but why wouldn't there be? Well, okay. There, I'll give Alabama, it the Georgia, Georgia bias because they won last gonna, year. They won two times in a row. They did. They're, they're oh, yeah, back they're to back. They're going for three. Going for oh, three I forgot. Feet. Okay, well, no, I, I, so I they still, deserve a little bit. No, of that team, they're playing the NFL. I can't. They're there. They've won thirty-one games in a row. Thirty-one. They haven't lost since COVID. <laughs> 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 like it's incredible. Um, but, have, and Alabama's kind of the same situation. Like they deserve to have that sort of biases because they've been the most dominant team in the last. Yeah, but not years. this year. 
I don't care what people do in the pre. I hate preseason rankings. It ruins everything. We know. Hey, we know. Also, do you think Ohio State has a way to get back into? No, they can't play. They're not playing this weekend. They no, don't have because they can't win. Yeah. So there, there has to be some chaos. Washington's playing Oregon. Uh, I think regardless of what happens between Washington versus Oregon, one of those teams is getting in. Like it doesn't. Yeah. They have. So. There's a, a Pac-12 is locked. Are you sure? The playoff. Because what if Florida State wins? Right. And Oregon wins. And Alabama wins. Right. Then if, if and Texas wins. Holy it, geez. But if, if Texas wins, there is no situation in which in which Alabama is leapfrogging Texas, in my okay. opinion. All right. Let's so just Alabama's let's out. Let's assume if Texas, Texas wins. loses and they right. choke. So if Texas loses, <laughs> Alabama wins. Well, that well, they have one loss and that's to your your boys. That's right. That's true. Good game too. Alabama has one loss and it's to Texas. Which yeah. seems like forever ago. At I this know. Point. Um, That's when they weren't very impressive. Actually. No, they were bad. We were that the, the week after was that uh, USF game. And we were like, it's like 12 to seven in yeah. the fourth quarter in this game. What's going on? And then ever since then, it's been, you know, Alabama. They've been good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think, oh, I think you're right. Ohio state's sixth in the AP poll. I mean, I don't think they have any shot because they're not playing at all this. No, weekend. they're only going to go down. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, I think there is no scenario in which, the Pac-12 does not get in. Are you sure? I, I've been here before. I've seen this happen before. Right, but they like it, you're just you're just swapping out one for the other. If Oregon beats Washington, because it's three versus five, and according to this AP poll, we'll see the playoff rankings later tonight. Let's say uh, let's say Florida State wins, they move up to three. Washington mm-hmm. loses, they move out of the top four. Oregon goes to number four. four. Yeah, and then Michigan stays the same if they win. Right. If they don't win. This and whole thing is Georgia, I'm going to assume wins. That's going to be such a hard game. If maybe win or loss, they're going to go in. The thing is, if if so it looks like we're thing. looking at the we're looking at a sure shot top four right now. Well, there's no sure shot in terms like Florida State. I don't think is a guaranteed win because I think Louisville is definitely yeah, a better team than good. Florida. Um, Definitely. So I, there's a situation which Florida state loses and they're out. They're not even in the top four in last week's ranking. They're fifth. Yeah. So I think there is a scenario here where, um, Florida state, if they lose that makes an opening. And then if Georgia loses as well, if we're talking Georgia loses as well, I think there's also a scenario in which they get kicked out as well. Imagine this. Imagine Washington wins. Oregon's out. Mm -hmm. Imagine Louisville wins. Florida Florida state's State's out. out. Michigan loses. Okay. So we're in in fairy tale land. Would would Ohio state go from six to top four without playing a game? Well, now that you say that, that's a bad loss. Like Michigan, if Michigan were to lose to Iowa, that's a worse loss than Ohio state's loss to Michigan. Obviously. How does that make any sense? Because Iowa is a way worse team than Michigan than Ohio state is. Apparently not because they beat the team that, no, that's too transitive. You're doing too nope. transitive of properties. Well, you you are too. No, that doesn't count though. <laughs> Georgia though, I do think there's a scenario. I okay. Let, here's what I'm saying. You yeah. can put this in pen. I I want this to be in a compilation. If if Iowa wins, I want to be in the compilation because there is no shot Iowa wins that football game. I'm saying put it in pen. Oh. Write it down in sharpie. Michigan is in because is, they're gonna win the big. Is 10. there are there Vegas odds yet? Uh, yeah, actually, let me, let me get the spread in that game. Oh, the I'm over under is like 35. I'm betting so. heavily on Iowa. Are you crazy? Why not? It's easy. That's a, what, what do it's you, not. what do you have to lose? I mean, don't put your whole house your on money. it. I mean, the money you're putting now, just put a little bit of money, like money no. you're willing to lose. That's, that's such a bad way to bet this though, because there's well, no reason to well, believe you know how much bad, but that's the only way to bet. That's no, the best no way to reason bet. to believe that Iowa is going to one cover the spread and two win. Michigan's favored by 22 points. I should say gamble. It's the best way to gamble. Go for the, the huge underdog who only yeah. has two losses. They're a huge underdog. Like 20, they're 23 and a half actually is where they're at right now. It, it's the same odds though for minus minus one ten. If you want to put them down for money line, yeah. my guess, cause that's at plus 1100. So 11 to one. That's what I'm talking about. Like, that's okay. you can put money down on that. You're a psycho, but you can put put my car on that. That's insane. (laughs) Like I was not beating Michigan. Granted, we're one questionable fair call or fair catch call away from them being an actual playoff contender. Yeah. But there's no reason to believe that they're going to win this game. They've played nobody. And they, the one team they played that was actually good. Penn state 
who wasn't actually that good, yeah, but was actually good at the time. <laughs> Big Ten good. Blew them out. It was like 35 to 3. It was over at halftime. That's true. So, yep, Iowa, bunch of frauds. Earlier. All right. Iowa, bunch of frauds. Iowa, I'm I'll rooting for it. you. I mean, me too. I want chaos. It would be great. I have a good friend from Iowa, and she would be so happy. What's her name? Nicole. Shout out, Nicole. Nicole, I hope Iowa wins for you, mm-hmm. but mainly because it would be really funny. Michigan lost to Iowa. Honestly, that's what they deserve. After everything that's gone on with the scandal and everything, they deserve to lose the Big Ten Championship to Iowa because that would be perfect. And then, like, we're talking, where's Iowa on this list? I mean, 18th? Move up a lot? You know, maybe uh, maybe <laughs> they get in, huh? Maybe they leapfrog a little bit. Leapfrog everybody. Yeah, me- leapfrog everybody. Um, yeah. Anyways, we'll see what happens. It, it, it's This is my favorite part of the year, to be honest with you, because there's so many, like, random situations going through in your head that could possibly happen. Like what if all four of these teams in the top end up losing? Totally possible. Totally is possible. Then you'll have, I mean, Oregon's in. That's why I think PAC 12 was a lot. No, you're not going to, there won't be much movement. No, except for Oregon and Washington. Michigan will, will be out. If they lose to Iowa in the big 10 championship game, they're out. They're 20 Ohio States in or Texas would be in. Texas would probably be in, in that situation. Texas and I Alabama. Would, I would think if we if we're talking about all four of these guys lose, Georgia, yeah. Michigan, Washington, Ohio, uh, Florida yes. State, they all lose. Would I would Texas go, would go in? Yes, I would go. I would. It would basically be the next in line. I would go Iowa. Iowa number one. Ohio, Wait, Iowa number one. Or excuse me, sorry, <laughs> that'd be funny. Too. Uh, Oregon number one. Uh-huh. Texas is in. Uh, Alabama is in. Then Georgia. Then Georgia. That's how I would put it. And then no. Georgia would blow out Oregon in the in the semifinal. <laughs> oh, well, who's underneath Alabama? Uh, doesn't really matter. Missouri. Missouri. Oh, Penn, there's Penn State. Yep. I mean, but the two lost teams, it's over. Like, you no, can't, there's no two lost team that's. It's gonna sad be, too yeah. because I bet there's a couple two lost teams that can beat these one loss teams. I know. I can see one right now. Yeah. I no, mean, it's really. already happened. Not really. Oklahoma we're, beat no, Texas. Not, not really. Not really. We're, we're, we're really not been, anymore. Really been bad in the second half. Not, um, not doing well. Have you visited Alpine Climate Control's showroom? They have fireplace features, furnaces, outdoor fire pits, and pizza ovens that are all hooked up and working so you can see exactly how they all function before you buy. They also have outdoor seating, heat, and lights available. Stop by Alpine Climate Control and visit the showroom today. The showroom is open weekdays from 8.30 until 4.30 and every Saturday from 10 until 4. Alpine Climate Control located at 2705 Coffeen Avenue in Sheridan and online at alpineclimatecontrol.com. So yeah, we'll see. Dude, I'm excited. Dude, I love talking just garbage. And that's what this is. It's garbage. Do you uh are you happy with this season for Oklahoma? Um, I think they only had 5 wins last year. Yeah. No, it was, we were 6 and 7 because we were okay. bowl eligible and then we lost to Florida State. Um yeah, I am. I, I was expecting improvement to like 8 and 4. Um so this is better than I thought we were going to be. We had uh, questionable losses to be honest with you, like Kansas even though Kansas is a pretty good team this year uh, and they're getting Jane, uh, Jalen Daniels back, which is huge. Um, and then Oklahoma state and that's a rivalry game. You know, that's random. Things happen all the in time. those games. Yeah. Like um, the iron bowl, <laughs> the iron bowl. We didn't, we haven't talked about that. You want to talk about iron bowl real quick? Yeah. I, I talk can do about it, it real fast. I Auburn at Auburn. There's always something weird going to happen oh, at man. Auburn. We have the kick six. We've got this stupid ending. The now blown too. zone. The blown. Yeah. The, is that what they're calling it? No, oh, that's, that's what, what I'm calling, calling it. it. The blown zone. <laughs> I like that. That's good. The, yeah, explain what happened. I, so fourth and what was it? 31, 37, it fourth dude. and goal from oh. the 37 yard line, yeah. which like if you're DC, it was a bad point, snap beforehand. Yeah. Bad snap. Jay Jalen. Was it Jalen Milrow? I can't remember his name. I'm know. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Mr. Milrow, Mr. Milrow. That's what I'm going to call you. Sure. Mr. I think it's Jalen Milrow. Um, he threw a pass 37 yards into the corner of the end zone that was somehow not covered very well uh, and caught for the touchdown for Alabama, and they won. And, and their cornerback let the wideout. There was, he, was only, he was the only wideout on that side of the field. Yeah. He let him go as if he was covering his own on the 20-yard line, as if they were going right. to pass you know, above the 20-yard line, which would be... A pass you would want them to catch, so you can just tackle them in bounds easily, right? Uh, but he let him go by. So then the receiver was on the corner, and then there was a prevent defense. They were all running zone, and there was only one defender in the corner of the end zone. Mm. There should have been two. Should have been three if that cornerback would have ran with them. To be honest, it was it was peak 
Auburn football as far as this year goes. And they, they, the, were, they were a bad team. There wasn't much separate. There was a huge separation when yeah. they actually caught the pass. It wasn't really that defended close. very well. Yeah, no, it was. He caught it. He clearly got his feet in. Like there was no reason for a review or anything like that because he was. I don't want to say wide open, but he definitely wasn't covered. No, he wasn't covered very well. It, it was like they were running. They were more concerned about their zone than the players in the zone. It was like, bad. I got this spot. They're like, There's a guy in front of you. Get in front of him. Just to think, <laughs> just think that game. If Auburn wins that game, we're not having this Georgia discussion whatsoever. Just Georgia, Alabama discussion. Because if Alabama beats Georgia in the, in the SEC championship, Alabama's not getting in. Georgia's still probably getting in, but Alabama's not getting in at all. Because they're 10 and funny. 2. They'd be 10 and 2. Doesn't yeah, matter. I do love that how Iron Bowls are crazy like that. They are. Iron Bowls had some history. The kick six was is one of the. Besides, I turned that game off, <laughs> which was <laughs> no stupid. way. Yeah. Uh, you know what my favorite moment in college football history is? No. I hope it makes you mad. Are you going to, what are you thinking? It's going to make me mad. So. It's not even with my team, Oregon. It's it has with, to do with your team, Oregon. No, it doesn't. It, it, well, it's going to make me mad. So I'm assuming it's like an Oklahoma State, Texas type. No, nope, it's the Boise uh, yeah, okay. State. Right. What is it? 2005 Liberty, Cotton yeah, Bowl, yeah, yeah, Statue yeah. Liberty, Fiesta Bowl. Ah, Fiesta Fiesta Bowl. Yeah. That is the, my favorite football game in the history of football. Let's I move love on. That. I love that game so much. <laughs> let's, in let's, Oklahoma. Let's go ahead and move on. Though <laughs> Oklahoma you know, was, a, was one of the best teams in the country. Well, yeah, we don't need to talk about that. Oh, Honestly, man, it was kind of the beginning of that Boise State dynasty that they had with Chris Peterson as their yeah. head coach. Who then and, went on to Washington. And then he went to Washington, yeah. And, that's and a, they went to the playoff under yeah. Chris Peterson, yeah. And then they got blown out, but... Yeah. Because SEC is always going to beat the Pac-12. Sorry. You... Really? You Sorry. really think so? I think... I remember when Oregon played Auburn in the uh, national championship game. Yeah. And, uh, and everybody was like, oh, they're going to get blown out. But Auburn it, won. It, it came down to Oregon tackling an True. Auburn player. And then it might have been Cam being, Newton. And then him not being tackled. And then he rolled off the ground and then ran an extra 15 yards. And mm. they kicked the field goal and they won by three. But they won. <laughs> they won. Um, I, I We'll see. I think there are, like, there's good enough team. Like, Oregon is a very, very good team. I think they match up well with basically Yeah, they're everybody. not going to get ran over. It's, no. There was one time when Ohio State played Oregon in the mm. playoff game. And maybe it was a championship game. I can't remember. And um, they had the Ohio State had that third string right. quarterback, yeah, and Cardell Jones, and he just ran over everybody. Yeah. No one could tackle him. Cardell Jones. That was Ezekiel Elliott team too. Yep. So yeah, that was that feels like forever ago. God, it does. That was, the, though, that was not the, to me. That was the first playoff game, first playoff. Yeah, because that was, was when Oregon beat Florida State. Yeah, and that was the year after Florida State beat Auburn in the national championship game, the last BCS national championship game. Wow, with Jameis, Jameis Winston, Jameis Winston, famous cafeteria speech. Yeah, I mean, you're right. True. Touche. Um, okay. Let's move on. <laughs> okay. That was a good one. Um, I want to talk quickly. I don't know how much you know about head coaches. Yeah, I know a little bit. Texas A&M. They actually hired a head coach. From Duke. Duke had a great season. Mike Elko. Yep. I, he used to be the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M, so he kind of knows College Station and what to expect. I don't think this is a bad hire by any means. I'm a little nervous though because jumping from Duke to Texas A&M as head coach duties—that's a, that's a leap. That's you're going a leap. to a Texas team now. Yeah, that's it's a whole different ball game in uh, in College Station. I mean, they just fired Jimbo Fisher and paid him. They were willing to pay him seventy million dollars to not be the head coach at Texas A&M, and that's kind of what you're dealing with. So, how much money is going around? Oh, brother, the front office of these teams. <laughs> Dude, are you kidding me? Dude. There were the funniest part about that, and I talked about this on the podcast a couple of weeks ago. The funniest part about the day he got fired or the day after he got fired was he was uh, there. That team, Texas A&M was taking on Mississippi state like on that Saturday. Yeah. And at halftime, they were at college station and at halftime, some, I, I don't know, some, um, um, booster or whatever gave the Texas A&M, um, what's it called? Um, athletic group. What was, I, I can't even, I, I drop in syllables here. But you know what I'm talking about. Athletic director. Right. Whatever. The sports group. Yeah. I can't I think you. of the name. Um, they gave him like a hundred. The, the booster gave them like a hundred and twenty million dollars. Yeah. A one hundred and twenty million dollar donation. Yeah. To Texas A&M. They deserve it. Can you imagine? I, I mean, I can imagine. I can't imagine not. That's crazy. Kind of 
giving it to all the players. I mean, well, what, what, they're not going to do that. Are you kidding me? I know they, they would never. But you ask, you're asking Get me out of there. if I can imagine. I can't imagine that because that would feel terrible. I just, I, I have dude, a big heart for these football players. A huge heart. Yeah. Even the ones that are really don't deserve it. Like they, they bring in so much money. That's true. Clearly $120 million. They hand it to the athletic program at Texas A&M. This is a lot of, that's a lot of, that's a lot of clams. As they say, there's a lot of clams. Um, do, you, do you think the Duke head coach will be, it will fit in nicely. Um, I think he's going to bring a part of, I guess like a, like a, I don't know how to describe this very well, but like a hard nose, yeah. He's a DC, you know, those guys aren't really flashy by any means other than like Dan Campbell at in Detroit playing for the head coach for the Detroit lions. Oh, um, but yes. he's not really flashy either. He's just kind of funny. Um, like but he, I think too. he's going to like bring more of a hard nose type of football to Duke yeah, or to Texas, Texas a- which is good. A- A&M needs some more hard nose because yeah. they're a little too, they, they need to really change air raid. The, type yeah, of. They, they need to change the way they're viewed, I think. And that's how they're going to, I do like it. that name, Mike Elko. It's a great coach name. That is a great coach name. Mike Elko. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's a, that, that is a good coach name. Um, Michigan state. We already said they hired Jonathan Smith. Yeah. A great hire. In my opinion, I think it's a perfect guy for yeah, that. Job. It's a good, I'm I'm just sad that Oregon State doesn't get to keep a good head that's coach. That's kind of I mean that's the position they're in though, right? They're a second tier, third tier even football team. I have a hard time. Oh man, it just sucks for uh kids that are looking to want to you well, know. Not anymore though. They just transferred to Michigan State. No, I'm talking oh. about um kids in high school and in, in the uh, West Coast area that get recruited by Oregon state. Are they going to want to play for Oregon state right now? Um, I mean, that's a good question. They're I, in a weird pack 12 situation. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. I didn't even think about that. I don't know how they're going to lost go your that. head coach. You just yeah. had a good season. That's a good question. That's a good point. I didn't even think about that. There's a lot I of always uncertainty, think about that. Yeah. uncertainty surrounding, not just Oregon state, but the only two pack 12 teams that are left in Washington yeah. state and Oregon. State. It's different from um, being recruited by Michigan state. And then you had a bad season and there's some right. redshirt to freshmen. And then there's some seniors in high school that were looking to be recruited and they're giving verbal commits. And they were like, wow, I'm, I'm taking that verbal commit. I'm writing it down now because I'm getting the, you know, head coach from Oregon state. That's probably a lot of the reason why Jonathan Smith left too, was there's no certainty in where Oregon state's going to even be doing in the next few years. Yeah. Whether they're going to be in the PAC 12 mountain West, you know, he doesn't, I don't know if he wants, and he's true. good enough to go somewhere else. Yeah. It's a good move by so, him. Yeah. Just not, Smart. Not great for those. But the kids. Pac-12 teams that were left behind. The kids that can transfer. Michigan State. Go play some oh, yeah, Big thank Ten you. football. Yeah. Big transfer. Ten football. Transfer anywhere you can. That's right. It's great. Just, just not Colorado. Well, I, I like <laughs> Colorado was talking about an interesting story. They were the story of the, the first sports three weeks. For, yeah. The first four weeks of the college yeah. football season. And then they lost six in a row at the end of the year. And we we're like, Ugh, this really got. And they lost very weird. ugly too. Yeah, not good games. I remember Bad games. when they played Oregon and they were like, oh, we're going to see if Colorado's going to be able to compete with Oregon. And I was like, nope. And Oregon's going to go no right. mercy on them. That was like, that was right when it kind of turned. Yeah, because it, it was a, that was they, they were, shut them out. Right. They were they were both undefeated at that point, I yeah. think. And then Colorado just got annihilated. They're both annihilated. Yeah. Um, and then Jeff Levy, offensive coordinator for Oklahoma going to Mississippi state to become head coach there. Oh, that's cool. That's good for him. Not good for you. Good riddance. See you later. No way. Don't like him. I don't like Jeff Levy. He's, um, he's not worth the problems that he gives the, the, uh, college. And really? that being, uh, he comes from the art Bryles, um, coaching group. And when they were at Baylor, and for those of you that don't know, that don't know, Art Bryles, not a great guy, not a great guy, covered up some pretty horrendous stuff at Baylor. Um, oh. And then after that, when he was the offensive coordinator at um, Oklahoma in the, this past year, he was allowing like Art Bryles to hang around the team and stuff like that. And that became kind of a weird situation because obviously Oklahoma does not want to have any sort of affiliation with Art Bryles in any way. And he wasn't good enough, in my opinion, to have that become some, a sort of black eye over the university while 
you know, coaching the football team as mm-hmm. an offensive coordinator. So Mississippi State, y'all can have them. Thank you very much. Hey, Jeff, appreciate your time. <laughs> See you later. Uh, go to miss, go be a dog. A bulldog. No, it's really funny. The SEC, cowbell? how many, how many teams do they have? 12. That's about right. And how many mascots do they have? D- unique mascots. Like actual mascots? Six. What do you mean by that? How there there's, I don't know if there's six, but there's two dogs. You got Georgia, Mississippi, right. Mississippi state. Okay. You they have, have an elephant. Crimson tide. That's an elephant. You have the crimson tide. Yeah. That's different. But then you have Missouri tigers, right. LSC Auburn, tigers, Auburn tigers too. And Three. Auburn Tigers. Yeah. You what have, about the Commodores? Nobody's the Commodores. Vanderbilt. That one's cool. Yeah. The Vanderbilt Commodores. The Rebels of Ole Miss. Yeah, that's I love that. I love that. That one's good. I love Ole Miss in general. I like their colors. I like their uh they, they've got great colors. Yeah. Perfect colors. The whenever they wear their baby blues, oh yeah. I, I get I give the old chef's I, like, I like that whole drip. Yeah. It's a good look. Um yeah, but so I was just Yeah, but Deba do. Yeah, no other gators. No other gators? Just Florida. No other gators. Florida's kind of new. What do you no, mean they're new? Not. They're no, not they're new. Not. Sorry. What are you talking about? I'm thinking of I'm thinking of uh Missouri. They're not gonna have any they're not gonna have any Sooners or Longhorns. Those are gonna be unique next okay. year. Why am I why can't I think of SEC teams? Because they're so bad. Volunteers. The, the ball the bottom half are volunteer. so bad. What's a volunteer? Kentucky. What are they? Wildcats. Wildcats. Volunteers, though. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, they're they're Tennessee they're, volunteers, dude. They volunteer right. to. What does that mean, though? I think it has did everybody. To do with gold? I mean, technically, if you want to really get serious about it, basically everybody in their pro their athletic program is a volunteer because they're not paid, but they get a nice little education on the side. Yeah, isn't that funny that Kentucky's so good at basketball, so bad at football? They're not terrible. They just beat Louisville. Good win for them. Win. They had a bad season this past weekend. They beat Louisville. I didn't know that. Yeah, it was an upset. Not a huge upset, but it was an upset. But. I mean, wow. Mike Stoops is head coach too. Not Mike Stoops. No. Mark Stoops. Mark Stoops. A Stoops brother. A Stoops brother. Yeah, there's plenty. They're all over the place. I know. They're they great. spread them all over the place. I like um, family dynasties in football. Love them. That's a weird thing to love. I don't who like. El- who else is there? <laughs> well, you got Harbaugh. You have. Oh, um, that's fair. What's a good pick? Um, I can't always remember. Good forget job. their names. The my the old Miami coach. Shula. No. Old uh, Miami coach. Oh, Miami. wait. Oh, wait. Uh, Johnson? Jimmy Johnson? Jimmy Johnson and his family. He has a, another family member that coached yeah, football? Yeah, I think. Oh, man. Jeez, man. I'm dying Hold here. on. I'm but I like, I like football dynasties, especially with players and coaches. and Brother? Son? Let me I love that Colorado's head coach has two sons on their team. I love that. That one's cool. That whole, honestly, that whole Colorado... I typed Jimmy Johnson and it gave me the, the, the race car driver. Yeah. One of the greatest NASCAR drivers of all time. Jimmy Johnson. Why did it give me that? Cause that's Wait, his name. Oh, is he, is he the son of the other Jimmy Johnson? No. And he named his son, him, Jimmy Johnson. Isn't that, that'd be Jimmy Johnson jr. Then. So it's triple J- Jimmy Johnson jr. <laughs> that's and a good early that's life. A, that's a, that's a NASCAR name. If I've ever heard of. Jimmy Johnson jr. <laughs> Jimmy Johnson jr. Uh, American professional Johnson was born no. in El Cajon. California and began racing motorcycles at the age of four. Okay. So it doesn't say anything about him being the son of no, it's not him. Isn't it funny though? We have a very famous Jimmy Johnson in NASCAR and a very famous Jimmy Johnson in football. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Dude. Names, huh? How about that? Hey, uh, tune in next week for when Grant talks about NASCAR and in racing sports. I, I'd love to talk about some F1 with you if you'd like to talk about it. Las Vegas. Everybody was all upset about Las Vegas, that race. Everybody in Vegas was really upset about Vegas, like the entire racing track. It was Who won that race, Vegas. by the way? Max Verstappen. I mean, is that a joke? Of course he won. He's only won 18 of the 20 races or something like that. <laughs> ridiculous. I like the other guy, the guy that everybody thinks is going to win but never does win. Charles Leclerc. Uh, no. Checo Perez. No, one more. Uh, Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, Lewis Hamilton. I mean, he's a six-time world champion. So I know. Rightfully so. But... I mean, they just strapped a rocket to Max Verstappen and said, go ahead. And that's basically how the season has gone. Um, but Vegas, really good race. Very good race. Everybody was upset about it. They were like, this is going to be the worst race in the world. It looks ugly, but it was. It was at night? Amazing. Yeah, it looked yeah. awesome. It looked it awesome. It raced really well. Lando Norris almost freaking died in a crash. Don't not rooting for that, but it's uh, scary. Japan does it all the time. Those are my favorite. Some of the, my favorite GT races. So. Japan's got a good track, too. Yeah. The Japanese Their highway. Grand Prix. Yeah. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. I love, I, give me, 
I also like the way that NASCAR does it lately. Um, put a little something in front of the track, like dirt. Hey, let's yeah. go to Dover with dirt. Or like, <laughs> let's have a right turn. Yeah, sometimes they do that. What if we put it on the street? Did you know their best race this year for NASCAR was the one that they put on the street in Chicago when they were racing around Chicago? They Really? Yeah. That's but the best it was an oval seal. No, it was a street race with NASCARs. Huh. It was awesome. Well, they do road races all the time. It's like, yeah, but they don't I would do, do a third of the season is in road races. Whatever. Quarter. And look, here's the thing. I know NASCAR, you hate. It's not for me. All right. It's not for me. I like F1 because you like, it, but here, more what, fun. why do you like F1? Because of personalities, the racing, the okay. racing is fun. Personalities. Personalities are great. Got, personalities are great. The, uh, the tracks are always a lot of fun. Well, for the most part, are always the, a lot of fun. I would say indie racing in the eighties had way, uh, had good personalities with like Bobby Rahal and Alan Sir Jr. Well, but where'd they go? They're, well, they're old now, but right. F1 now, those are the worst personalities in all, you're, of, ra- you're in all of racing. Oh my God. All of racing. NASCAR. All right. You can go to the bottom barrel of NASCAR and they're way more interesting. That's going to wrap up the show. Yeah. I have to. We're going to end on him being <laughs> wrong about something. Uh, okay. I was going to talk about NFL. There's not, I mean, I don't, it, we're an hour in. We just got really college football down. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. That was, it was a fun episode. Um, here's a quick recap. NFL. Uh, basically everybody's mediocre. The one o'clock games were terrible. Eagles still look very good. Uh, Chiefs had to come back a little questionable. AFC is really big question mark right now. I have no idea what to expect. Ravens look really good. Bengals are out. They lost Joe Burrow. Good luck to them. No more season there. They were really trying to push Jake Browning on us to make him interesting. Former Washington quarterback. You remember Jake Browning? Yeah. yeah. The playoff. Um, he couldn't do anything. CJ Stroud looks like a very possible MVP. It just, you know, there's your NFL recap. It's no, just, it's been you kind forgot of really bad calls. Really bad calls. Sure. Throw that in there too. Yeah. All right. Welcome to the NFL. All right. We got a lot of Tom Brady was right when he was like, there's a lot of mediocre play. I kind of agreed with him at the time, but now I'm watching the one o'clock games and they were terrible. They were so bad. Somebody there, there was, we had giants Patriots and the final was 10 to seven. There were people betting on that game. You need to call the number. Okay. Call the one eight, eight gambler number. Cause you need to find some help if you're gambling on Patriots versus giants at this point, Tommy DeVito. He's like the third string quarterback. What are you doing? Putting money on that game. Go seek help. I, I'm not a not a fan of the NFL. Whatever, dude. All right. Thank you guys very much for tuning in. Uh, this has been the Weekend Sports Wrap Podcast. I don't know what episode we're on, but lots. So thank you very much for tuning in. Uh, we'll be back next week. Probably a little bit more NFL talk. We'll probably talk some more college football, honestly, because it'll be after the championship game. So maybe I'll have Grant back here. That'd be fun. Um, but we'll see. Who knows where, who knows where we're going to be in a week's time? No one knows. Yeah, but thanks for having me. All I know is we'll be back here. Okay, see you guys later. Bye.